0: You are Locked On Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Help support your local businesses, whether they're your corner stores, coffee spots, or favorite shops. Local businesses have always been on your team supporting you and your community. But right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at local businesses. And look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with the contactless Visa to help support your community. Because where and how you shop matters. Visa. Everywhere you want to be. Official partner of the NFL. Well, the Jags officially put themselves in the cellar of the AFC South and they're at the bottom looking up at everyone else. This is Tony Wiggins with the Jacksonville Jaguars report here on Locked On Jaguars. Started at the bottom, now we're here. They're back at the bottom again, baby. That's where, you know, they're used to it, right? You guys are used to them being there too because that's exactly where they are. And now the fans and the natives are restless again because the Jacksonville Jaguars are in very familiar territory. They're sitting back at the bottom of the AFC South looking up again and they have the fans wondering what do we do who are we going to get we got cap space for next year who's our quarterback going to be are we going to fire our coach are we going to get a new gm five weeks into the season and these familiar conversations are being had again this is what is customary to jacksonville and unfortunately this is what happens when you have a franchise that gets used to losing and things don't change it's up to shot Con and that crew to figure out what it is they're going to do. What you can do is subscribe here on Google Podcasts because this is Locked on Jaguars, and we're here every day. It's your team every day here on Locked on Jaguars. You know, you saw it happening. They they, they went to Houston today, you know, took one on the chin again, hung around, competed stayed in stayed into the contest for a little while um uh, it's different like i said they 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 find a different way to lose today it was you know they got some opportunistic plays from the defense uh good returns out of the special teams uh against Houston they still lost 30 to 14 they you know Played well, better than expected defensively. Got some good turnovers. Sidney Jones played really well. They got pressure from Dewan Smoot. Um, just can't seem to get out of their own way. Even without Miles Jack and even without um, Josh Allen playing and C.J. Henderson, the defense probably played as well as you can expect them to play and probably through two-and-a-half quarters played the best football game they've played all year offense just couldn't get going for the life of me i can't understand why they just wouldn't give james robinson the ball more and then they don't feed dj Chark. he had three receptions for 16 yards. he's your best player today was the day finally i just looked up and it looked like they weren't even trying to win because everything you thought that they would probably try to do or if you look at a good team even the really really good teams right the really, really good teams force feed their best players. DJ Chark is your best player. James Robinson is your second best player on offense. They don't even like for- – the James Robinson had 13 carries. DJ Robinson – I mean, uh, DJ Chark, had three receptions. And the secondary for Houston is not very good. It's something I pointed out last week in the podcast. Why wouldn't you just like try to really force feed the ball to Chark? He's 6'4". You get inside the red zone on multiple occasions and you come away with zero points. Chark, 6-4. Colin Johnson, 6-6. Six, six. Chris Conley, 6-3. Texans don't have any corners over 6-1. What, what are you doing? You try to run the ball in the red zone and then you try to throw the ball. You get 11 yards on a run and then you try to throw it three straight times with Minshew. What point are you trying to prove? I don't get it. I really don't understand. You try some trick play on – some trick play and early, early on, you know, drives were thwarted because Gardner Minshew uh, had some bad pe- passes and plays. And then there are people that really are real good, big Gardner Minshew fans that think that stuff doesn't mean a big deal. That stuff is huge. That stuff is big. And I don't care that he threw for 301 yards and that he's like seventh in the league in yards and seventh in the league in TDs. Watch the game and quit miss me with the stats and the analytics watch the game watch the game he's not a franchise quarterback period that's what it is you can get by with him he's okay that's what it is you're at a point right now with this franchise you have a chance to build on something you have to make a decision you want to keep going with it go with it fine build around him but watch the game and pay attention you can get this every day here on Locked on Jaguars, your team every day, and follow us along here on Google Podcast. All right, we're going to talk about what we have to do moving forward. The state of the fans right now. And if you're shy, Khan, what does it take? What does it take to move you off your square a little bit to try to make a decision on what you have to do? What I mean, what does it take? What does it take? And I'm not going to give too much of it away because I'm going to leave it for you after. So when we... Do come back. You'll have something to come back to. But I'm going to tease that a little bit. I want, I want to ask you, what does it take? What would it take? Because I, I don't really know, but we're going to throw it around a little bit and try to figure out what, what would it take, man, to really make you want to do something about what it is that you see out here. i answer that in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. Visa knows that local businesses the, are the heartbeat of our communities, whether they're our corner stores, our coffee spots or our favorite shops. Local businesses have always been there for us. They remember our orders. They take our names, our orders by name and always giving back, making a difference and going that extra mile to support us in our community. And right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So now it's time for us to return the favor. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at local businesses and look for the contactless symbol and tap to pay with the contactless visa to help support your community because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be, official partner of the NFL. Okay, so my question is, when I went into the break, I was wondering what do you have to do or what does Sha kind of have to see in order for him to say, okay, enough is enough? I'm going to tell you what he's seen already. He's seen, in eight years, he's seen six and a half years of ineptness, of putrid football play. He's seen a national narrative about this franchise that, you know, this is a place where guys go when they have nowhere else to go, and this is a place where young guys go, and they're here until they can get somewhere else. It's like a forward deployment operation here right we're like the pittsburgh pirates of the nfl is where you land when you can't go nowhere else or it's where you go until you can get somewhere else and, and jacksonville shouldn't be that way because this is my home this is a great place this is a great city this is a great town and i've said that in the past what does it take for him to realize that Something has to be done. So, so we've been down that road already. We understand that that's already occurred. Uh, those things have already occurred. So he's seen he's seen the bad. He's seen the player revolt. He's seen the ridicule from the NFLPA. He's seen uh, fans getting upset and getting tired. Um, he's seen national media and that narrative. Has it really hit home though? because you keep seeing these press conferences and these these press conferences where they compound everything it's like one big pot of gumbo where they they talk about construction projects and viability and overseas games they they add everything they throw everything into one big big pot you know what i'm saying like this big pile of gumbo there's nothing nothing that any new Building, concert, changing uniform, game overseas. There's there's none of that stuff that's going to fix what you see on the football field. And none of that stuff has anything to do with the product that you see on the field. Nothing. None of it. And fans and people that know football are smart enough to understand that. And I hope he knows that we understand that. And I hope he understands that. That none of that stuff, none of this stuff that we, you know, and, I, and I'm doing this and I'm, and I'm being really gentle about it because it's out of respect because I don't want to sit here and act like I'm telling him something that he doesn't know. But none of that stuff that we see him at press conferences about has anything to do with what we see on Sundays. It has something to do with the the big picture of the franchise and we get that. It has nothing to do with the product that's on the football field. Nothing. So when so when we see him and that's all we ever see him talk about, that's the part that bothers folks. Because it gives off this it gives off this. to what what happens on Sunday it's not I don't give a damn if you build something that looks like the shore of Aruba on the riverfront you keep putting that football team out there with those same people running it it's going to look the same way it could look like Punta Cana out there and it does not matter they would still be one and four okay it doesn't matter nothing's gonna change nothing you just have a few more drunk people that's it nothing's gonna change this is about football so we try to you know folks try to get football answers. what is it going to what is it going to take for him to see it and understand and what is it going to take for him to be moved what is it going to take for him to get upset and what is it going to take for him to say enough is enough we need a new direction we need a totally new direction. And I know people say, well, man, but he just did that. He did it with shot. With, when he brought Coughlin here, no, he didn't. Because when he brought Coughlin here, he pretty much kept everything intact. He just put Coughlin in charge of stuff. And it worked for a year, and then everything was in disarray. And you know why it was in disarray? Because they kind of kept the same people. He's never really made a move where he emptied out everything. When they took over, he kept the same coach. And then a year later, he made a move, and then they moved that coach out. They've never emptied, they've never emptied the entire shelf. Like, come in and just clean it out. Never. Just clean slate, start it over from the very beginning. It was Malarkey, and then, okay, we'll get rid of Malarkey, but we still got the same people that we had the year before because when they came in, they didn't clean it up early on. You know, we'll give them a year. We'll give them a year. We'll see how it goes. And, okay, we saw how it went. We'll get rid of them. Then they brought Gus Bradley. From that point, they've never absolved themselves or got rid of everything from that point. Never. Whether it's Dave, whether it's Gus, Ty Wash, from that point, from that second year, there's somebody in that building that's been here connected to that beginning since they've been here. And I don't know why you're going to keep connecting yourself to losing. And, and I don't know what's gonna, what it's going to be, what's going to take to get him off of that. They keep losing and they keep finding different ways to lose and they keep looking bad doing it. it it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And they keep boxing themselves in by, like, okay, well, yeah, we that goal line play—that's something we worked on. What, what do you, what did you work on that for? You, you're sitting there telling everybody Gardner's the dude. Why don't you just put the ball in his hand? You're talking about the running back has great vision. Why don't you just run the running back in the red zone? If it doesn't work, why don't you just throw the ball to one of your your tall receivers against a secondary that can't cover? But no, you give, your, you give the ball to a 5'9 running back for him to throw the ball. What are you talking about you worked on that? What are you, what, what are you doing? What, what, I, I just don't understand. It, it's like, are, y- are y'all kidding me? You can't be serious. Unfortunately, you are, and that's the problem. It's like a great big experiment gone bad, and it keeps getting worse and, worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. I mean, what what's going on, man? What what are we gonna do? I tell you what I'm gonna do, man. Mm. I You know, it, it's it's just gotten bad. It's in. It, it, it's, it's really, really too bad for the fans. It's really, really too bad for the fans that this is this way. It, it really, really is. Thirty to fourteen to the Houston Texans. I guess the live sports bureau, whoever it is, the Jags are the first team in history to lose three straight three straight games to a team that hasn't won a game to three straight uh, winless teams. It keeps setting records in the wrong way. It's unreal. Unreal. More locked on Jaguars here in just a second on a Monday, fellas. I know it can be awkward or embarrassing to talk about erectile dysfunction. Usually, you know, you kind of brush it off and you blame yourself. But Roman is here, you know, you know, to give you advice that you want and the help that you need with absolutely no shame. You know, with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED. All from the comfort and privacy of your own home. You know, the worst thing you can do, man, is try to self-diagnose this stuff. You know, there are people out here that can really, really help you with that. Just go to Roman.com slash locked on to get up to $50 off of your first, first month of ED treatment and a free online visit and a free two-day shipping. That's right. That's get Roman.com slash locked on for up to $50 off of your first month of ED treatment. The whole process is straightforward and simple erectile dysfunction used to be very very tough to talk about but now there's roman complete an online visit today to connect with the doctor and get it taken care of man in private built bar let me tell you about built bar man built bar is the cold cold truth when you need that energy that you're talking about Built Bar has 18 flavors. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market. I told you guys about it, man. They have 18 different flavors, some with nuts, some without. You know, mint brownie was my favorite, man, and it still is. You know, it's right there on the Mount Rushmore, but I'm on that peanut butter real hard right now. So it's packed with protein. It doesn't have very many calories. It tastes like a candy bar, but it's actually a protein bar that can help you out while you're working out, while you're running and lifting weights, trying to look good. And people are going to start asking you for them, so you better hide them in your book bag and in your drawer at work because they are absolutely fabulous. Go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code Locked On, and you can get $10 off of your first order. That's right, BuiltBar.com. Get $10 off of your first order of Built Bars. The best taste of pro- protein bar on the market. It's BuiltBar.com. So, yeah, um... Where do they go from here? I, I don't know who the Jack can beat right now. Y'all yeah, think I'm? I'm not being funny. I'm dead serious. I I don't know if there's a team that that they can really beat. You know, they compete, but they're just too herky jerky. And and the thing is, is it's not even about the the fact that they're young. You know, the defense played hard. They flew around today. I don't trust the coaches anymore. I don't. I don't trust their decision making. I don't trust the kicker. They 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 stuck a kick out there today that can't kick the ball. They, I mean, he can't kick it, right? He just can't. He can't. They should have known the guy was dead-legged. I mean, he, he told them after the game, He, was, you know, he, his leg didn't have no thump or whatever. Whatever, man. I mean, come on. You don't know that going into the game? They had a guy last week who could kick it from fifty yards away, and they put him on the practice squad. And you got this other guy; you you bring him in there. He can't kick, so now you got to go for it on fourth down all the time. I don't, you know, it's, it it just bewilders me some of the decisions and the choices that they make. The biggest one that they made today, though, is not. You have to force feed your best players. I don't even. I don't care if you're five and zero. That's what you do. I mean, the Jaguars are out here playing like they got a whole team full of superstars. We're going to spread this thing around and show everybody how good we are. We're going to run the ball on first down as soon as the game starts. We're going to get 11 yards, and then we're going to throw it three straight times and have to punt right. We turned them over two times. Deshaun Watson is not really on early in the game. We hold them to 10 points at halftime. but we still can't muster up it. Our defense finally does some things. And, and and then how come they haven't paid the – you know, DeWan Smoot had six and a half sacks last year, right? And this is when they had all of those people. This is when they had Josh Allen and Yannick and uh, Calais Campbell. I don't know how many sacks he's had, but he played a lot more today since Josh Allen wasn't there. How come he hasn't played more? Because he had a sack today and then he had a tackle for loss and – yeah, had a tip ball that led to a, a a pick. How come we haven't seen him featured a little bit more? What's going on with that? I actually thought he'd be the starting defensive end outside uh, uh, opposite Josh Allen. Hasn't he earned that? How come we haven't seen Sidney Jones more? How come when these dudes stepping up and they're getting a chance to play because of injury they're looking good so when you see it seems like if you put them in with the other guys that are out they look even better what's the deal man what's going on here come that kid that running back you know with this great vision and by the way yeah he does have better vision than Fortnite, but y'all can stop telling me that because he has better vision than like 75 percent of the running backs in the nfl he gets 13 carries today against a team that hasn't stopped a run all season. And you can't tell me you didn't give him the ball very much because um, of the situation because the score was close for three quarters. That kid should have had 25 carries. I don't get it, and I don't understand. But I told y'all eventually Jay Gruden was going to Jay Gruden. Everybody's lauding Jay Gruden. I'm telling you, I, I watched the Washington football team Forever, because, you know, obviously I have some ties to D.C., and I grew up watching the team, and I kind of side-eye him and I've been doing it for years. He's going to Jay Gruden. That play calling stuff don't look so good now, does it? This is what you get. You get a lot of numbers, but then you get a, a lot of WTHs. What the hell? This is what it is, man. I'm, you know, I feel bad for y'all. I do. I really, really do. But for a lot of y'all that's sitting out here wanting to keep pointing these Minshew stats at me and keep tweeting me all of this stuff, keep, keep tweeting your stats. I don't care about that. 14 points. That's what I'm tweeting. You want to blame it on Gruden? Blame it on Gruden all day. Okay. Situational football. Throws. Bad throws that don't keep drives alive. Sometimes what affects... Play calls, too, is the limitations a coach knows that a quarterback has. It did it with Blake. When a coach knows he has that thoroughbred back there, oh, he lets it go. Trust me. Trust me. It affects everything. It affects everything. Show me a, show me a coach that's ever had a a stud quarterback that other than Dan Reeves, when he had John Elway, he used to run the ball all the time. That's why they fired him and brought in Mike Shanahan. But other than that, show me a coach that had a stud quarterback. And you had to tell him to make him throw the ball. Didn't. All right, man, you can follow along on Spotify every day. I'm sorry. The Jacks lose 30 to 14. It's misery Monday. You know, this is what we do. Follow along on Spotify. Uh, your team every day here on locked on jaguars um subscribe on apple and itunes uh make sure you tune in to locked on nfl and a lot of our other program programming around the national football League. jags lose 30 to 14 and uh they're gonna try to figure out a way to get back on the, the the winning ways if well not get back on the winning ways figure out a way to learn how to win They're 1-4 right now at the very bottom of the AFC South. Y'all hang in there, man. We'll do it together. We'll figure it out. Uh, This T-Wig with Locked On Jaguars.